0: needlessly convoluted and ultimately kind of silly, but it has its moments, namely, the first half, and some great performances from just about the entire cast, except the love interest who is neither as attractive as Dustin Hoffman's character repeatedly states nor as appealing as she ought to be given her eventual role in the story. The plot also doesn't really make a lot of sense when all is said and done, and, though the movie is well shot and suspenseful, its mystery is really the only thing it has going for it, while it lasts. Once that's gone and characters start revealing stuff to Hoffman in long stretches of lazy, uninspired exposition, you're left confused and annoyed and wishing they had just kept their mouths shut. And the ending? Ugh. The first half of this film is pretty good, though. You don't really know what's going on or who any of the characters are or how they're related to one another. The movie initially does a good job leading you by the hand through the beginnings of its story, every once in a while feeding you small scraps of information but otherwise leaving you confused and hungry for more. I also liked how certain things established in the first half came back in the second, though not all of them. Some of them seemed forced and unnecessary, like the spoilers gang that harasses Hoffman's character next door. What was that all about? I thought they hated him? And why do they dislike him so much to begin with? Who the hell are they anyway? And also the gun that's shone throughout. Okay, we get it, Hoffman's character has a gun, and he'll probably use it at some point, okay. No need for him to pull it out of his drawer every 20 minutes with a look of worried determination on his face. And spoiler stuff like this smacks of lazy writing. These aren't the only examples, but they're just the only two that come to mind. I really enjoyed Roy Scheider, of Jaws fame, in this. He was a damn good actor, and plays the role of mysterious violent guy very well, almost too well actually as his spoilers death marks the beginning of the downward spiral this film slowly falls into. A shame. His death is also shocking, and a bit confusing. Why was he killed exactly? And you'd think he'd have a contingency plan in case the evil Nazi he'd come to slap around and harass in front of his armed Nazi bodyguards would retaliate in some way. Isn't he supposed a super awesome spy who can sense danger from a mile away, as was evident earlier in the film during the great fight scene he has in his hotel room with that Asian assassin guy? Why go in alone to provoke the Nazi guy, then, with absolutely no backup of any kind? especially after you know everyone around you is being mysteriously off left and right. His death just didn't seem plausible, and felt it was put there more for the audience's shocked emotional reaction than any logical purpose. And spoilers. A. The famous dental torture scene was also somewhat underwhelming. It had been hyped to me as this big disturbing thing, when in reality it lasted all of 10 seconds and wasn't even the slightest bit graphic. It was effective, don't get me wrong, but I was expecting this big elaborate saw-like concoction of drills and needles and screaming when the reality couldn't have been more different. I guess it's more realistic this way, but it turned out to be quite the letdown given all the hype. Heck, it's the one scene this movie is known for. And it doesn't even make sense. If you want a guy to tell you what you want to know, how is damaging portions of his mouth going to make that happen? Sure, it looks cool, but when you apply logic to it, it doesn't make sense, and, again, is a mark of the film's lazy writing. The last half or third or so is a mess of exposition and weird revelations that don't make any kind of sense. The plot becomes extremely convoluted and implausible to the point where I just stopped caring. Spoilers just about everyone Hoffman meets in the first half of the film double-crosses him in some way in the latter half, including the love interest who didn't even like him initially. Did the evil Nazi guy deliberately instruct her to play extremely hard to get knowing Hoffman would be driven mad with desire and have to have her? and how did the evil Nazi guy manage to convince Scheider's spy partner to join in the double cross in the first place? And spoilers none of it is explained, and probably for good reason, it's just not logical. The last half is also full of contrived scenes, including one that starts out interesting enough with spoilers the evil Nazi walking through the Jewish jewelry section of Manhattan and being recognized by a few Holocaust survivors. I bought the one jewelry store guy recognizing him since he was standing right in front of him and had time to look at his face. But the old lady on the other side of the street who only sees portions of the back of his head? No way. The tension throughout the scene is pretty great though. And spoilers, but it's also dramatic and silly. The idea was clever, but the execution was stupid. And the ending was kind of dumb too, with the weird face off and Hoffman's strange request. Swallow them. Really? Stupid. I don't know. The first half of this film is pretty good, but once things are explained and the eventual plot is revealed, things get messy. It's illogical and at times just plain silly. The film isn't a complete disaster, though, it has its moments, and some people may be willing to oversee the many latter story lapses in favor of the more suspenseful, well-written former. Overall, a good film at times, and stupid at others. Not horrible, but not great either.